everybody. Welcome back to the Football Fill-In, the international break. Thank God, thank God, is over because none of us want to watch any more of this England stuff. We want to get back to the Premier League. However, we are going to talk about the England team today. Um, we have got a few burning questions that we need answering. We have got with us, as usual, the legend, the YouTube All-Stars manager, Mark Goldbridge. How are you, mate? Good, thank you. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. How was the weekend, mate? It was really good. Um, yeah, 25,000 people, um, which is the biggest crowd I've ever stood in front of in a technical area. It was just a good laugh. Were really you nervous? Enjoyed. Were you nervous or anything No, like no, that? it's funny because the other manager, Billy, he was like, oh, I'm, I'm really nervous about this. And he's done those sort of things before. And I was like, I just can't wait. Who are you talking to, Ben? You know he's not going to get nervous. No, I know, but it's, not, it's a different thing. Like, you don't normally get to manage in front of 25,000 people. It's not like a daily occurrence or anything like that, is well, it? Well, it's like my wife says, she said, after when I got back, she says, didn't you feel a bit of a prat walking around in that suit with the 25,000 people watching you? I was like, oh, you could have told me I looked a prat before. No, I said, no, no, I loved it. It was fantastic. Um, quick question before we move on. Is that kid I show speed, is he as mad, is he as bonkers as what he comes across as? Or is he just a bit of a legend? It's all, it's all an act, really. You know, really, when the cameras yeah. aren't running, he's, uh, he, you know, he's just very sensible and boring and just sits there drinking his tea and everything. No, he's exactly what he's what he's like. Is know. he just on it all the time? Yeah, if that if that's an act, he's, he deserves an Oscar because he's just a hundred percent like that all the time. Just Even got... in the dressing room when the cameras weren't there, and everyone else is psyching themselves up for the game, he he just blurt out with something or start barking or something like that. He's just <laughs> just a hundred. Yeah, hundred percent. He's just like it just doesn't stop. It was from, it was like a yo-yo from one dressing room to the other, and yeah, just energy. So as his energy. manager, where you like. Stop it, you prat. Calm down. Save your well, energy for the game. I, I told him before the game that, you know, I want you to just run around, then come off, recharge, you know. And he was fine with that. And the second half, I took him off after five minutes and he was going bloody mad. That's why I had to sit down and have a chat with him in the dress, in the tunnel. But it was a good experience, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And good. you're going to do it again next year? If I get invited, yeah. We want to see Goldbridge back next year, by the way. Goldbridge was a man. Like you, Honestly, you suited that being a manager. I promise you, you suited it. You looked a million dollars. I thought he was going to get the Watford job yesterday. Mate, I thought I'm... they'd seen it, sacked him. And <laughs> Don't I thought worry. that's what it was going to be. It'll be another three or four months. You'll be back in, back, back <laughs> in for a shower for it again. Um, Tomasi, how are you, mate? You OK? Yeah, mate, brilliant. Enjoyed yeah. the, um, the game last night, to be fair. Yeah, the games... Um, I think they've still given us a bit more questions than what we needed answers. Um, but we'll get onto that in a minute. Before we move on, uh, I just want to mention that I, instead of being with the Sidemen at the weekend, which I'd have absolutely loved to do, um, I actually played in a, in a football match on Saturday afternoon. I played in the West Bromwich Albion testimonial match between James Morrison and Chris Brunt. And I've got to say, on Sunday, I was stiff as a board. However, make sure you keep your eyes peeled out. Later this week on the Cycling GK, the vlog that I made is absolutely belting. GoPro and the goal was back. I had a chest cam. After about five minutes, I thought, sod GoPro and the goal. I'm just going to walk around with the camera. So I just started walking around. I'd put it in the halfway line. I was doing all sorts of it. Keep your eyes peeled because it's an absolute belting vlog. Um, and also, I just need to mention my haircut as well. I actually tried to cut my own hair this week. I've had a stinker. I can't get into the hairdresser till tomorrow morning. 
So don't give me any You always abuse, cut yeah. your own out. I know I do, but I did a really bad job. Look at it. It's like, even the kids were like, Dad, you've got like a mullet. You know you've got a mullet. I'm going, yeah, I know. Don't worry about it. So don't give me any abuse, all right? Don't get in the comments down below. Anyway, um, let's move on, all right? We need to talk. The big question, Gareth Southgate. I'm going to come to you first, Mark. Gareth Southgate, mm. is he the man to take us to Qatar? <laughs> I don't think he's the man to take Rex into League Two. I, think, I really don't. I, I don't. I don't. Look, um, nice guy, and, and I, I always say about my criticism, it's banter or it's just football, and that's what it is with Southgate. I, I think he's a nice guy. I don't think he'd get a job in the Premier League. I think that he has become very similar to what I saw at United with Solskjaer, where nice guy, the press like him, football is basic, and um, he has favourites. And I think that he's he stitched Maguire up, even though Maguire doesn't realise it. He should have took him out that team, and he basically you know, stuck a player that's got no confidence into big games, and, and, and he's been exposed. He doesn't know how to get the best out of the technical players like Foden. I can't see with England what the plan is, other than counter-attacking, get men behind the ball, try and not concede, and then get a moment from a set piece or something like that. It's, it's abysmal, it's not acceptable. And I think the nation now is, is starting to realise that you're either sticking with Southgate because he's got money in the bank, or we want better. And I just think there's better managers out there, and there's so many players not in that squad, Tamori not getting a chance. I, I'm, I'm fed up of it. So for me, whatever happens in the World Cup, and he, and he should go to the World Cup, I'd say... What they did with Bobby Robson in 90 is that, you know, he was going after that World Cup. You can go into the World Cup, give it your best. And even if you get us to the semi-final, you're gone. Say, say if it was up to you, right? So we're in the build-up to the Qatar now. What is it, six weeks away? Um, if it was up to you and you had the choice of going with Southgate or going with, say, a foreign manager, someone like Tuchel, somebody like that, would you make the change now? Before the World Cup? Yeah. Well, you're going to be the best person to answer that. But my theory is no, because... Those players have been really treated well by Southgate yeah. and I think that could backfire. Plus, you're only getting a few days before the World Cup, aren't you? So what are you going to do? You're right in the World Cup. Oh, for, I mean, with Southgate, uh, uh, he could grind his way to a semi-final. Yeah, but we don't want to see that, do we? I, I, I personally think the World, World Cup's a write-off, which is a shame. So I, I, I think I'd say, I think you're better off saying to the players, look, Southgate's gone at the end of the World Cup. If you really do respect him and like him, go out there and do something for him. Do you know, so, so this international break, two games, two tough games, Italy, Germany, they're tough games. Um, but the highlight of it was when we went 2-0 down um, and we've got half an hour to get back into it and then it was like the shackles are off, wasn't it? It was like the shackles are off, we can just go and attack and try and do it. And I think we have to get that mentality into our heads where we do that from the first minute. Yeah. No matter the, the opponent, yeah? Don't, don't worry about who the opponent is. We've got the, the, the quality of players, the flair, the technique, the skill... To be able to do that from the very first minute, but I almost think the formation we play, because it's it's Southgate and it's defensive and it's counter-attacking and it's 3-5-2, I think straight away the mentality is, let's just stay in our position, sort of find our way into the game and then go like that. But whereas I think we can go out the block, similar to like a Man City, for example, out of the blocks, boom, and just yeah, but ben, smash teams. We're damned if we do and we're damned if we're not. That happened in the Euros last year. We went one up after two minutes or three minutes, whatever it was. Yep. And then it's part of the bus. Mm. If we hadn't have gone one up, one up early doors, that game could have been different. So you're almost restricted either way with Gareth. Yeah, but Southgate. I think you can just keep going though. So like, yeah, but he won't. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Though. This is what I want us to do. This is what if we did actually do it. And like, he's not the man, is he? Like in the Euro final, we're playing against an aging Italy team. Like you've got Bonucci, you've got defenders who don't want Chiellini. Do you know what I mean? Aging players that if they're one 0 down after two or three minutes, right? 
And they're, they're looking at these young lads, Saka and all these guys, Sancho, going, oh, my God, they're just going to keep running at me for 90 minutes. They would have been crapping themselves, but they didn't because we just sat back and they thankfully just went, thank God for that, we did can you, get on the front foot now. Did you see on the touchline, though, Mount did a tackle on about 75 minutes yeah. and he took him out in front of Southgate and Southgate's like, yeah, yeah, And his assistant coach is like, yeah, and you're like, you're, you're frauds, lads, you're frauds because... Like you say, do it from minute one. I I saw some you know journalists getting excited and saying this is what we can do under Southgate. No, Tom's right. You can't do it under Southgate, can you? Because he 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 reacted because there was nothing to lose. Yeah. And if that game had been nil nil with twenty minutes to go, he wouldn't have done that. He'd yeah. have gone. Let's keep it how it is and take exactly. the nil nil. He's but not he's, the man. He's he's got credit in the bank, like you say, Mark. And he came in at a time where England were at an all time low or pretty much. Yeah. The fans weren't interested, and he has culturally changed the squad and the perception around England. Agreed. And that's got him through yeah. a couple of tournaments, and we've done well. We could have won it, we should have won the Euros, but now the gig's up. It's, it's, mm. We can't rely on that. That's gone. We would need you, more. Would you change it before the World Cup? No, I don't think you can change it before the World Cup, because the manager doesn't even get a game. No. He yeah. doesn't even get one warm-up game to go and batter someone 5-0 and have a play around. You've got to stay with him, but after that, unless we win it, or he changes dramatically and we go out there and smash teams and play this kind of football, he, he, I think we need to look at other options. I, I think as well that, you know, we were saying it before, um, he's been to a semi-final of a World Cup, final of the Euros. If he takes us to the semi-final and the FA give him a, another contract, but they probably will... I think that's a disgrace because what if it's the other thing? What if we're underachieving under Southgate? What if we should have won the World Cup or we definitely should have won the Euros? And what if that semi-final should have been a World Cup win? Because we're probably grinding it there. On, well, we are grinding it there on defence and moments. Imagine if those players, if they can grind it there on moments, imagine what they could do with 60% possession yeah. and attack. Yeah. I think we're underachieving under Southgate. So he's, 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 if he wants to keep his job, he's got to win the World Cup. I think we, um, I think we have to stick with Southgate, for sure, because I think everybody's bought into... What, beyond the World Cup? Bit, no, not beyond the I'm just talking for now. I think we need to actually, actually banish all the talk of getting rid of him, the possibility of him, however long his contract might be for, whenever they might get rid of him, forget all of that kind of stuff. We have to get behind him. But I also think, though, we need to change our mentality as a, as a team, as a nation, from... I, I, I genuinely think the formation that we're playing is a problem. I really, really Back do. Five. I re and la like I say, last night, yeah, last night it gave us so many more questions than it did answers, all right? So it wasn't a great performance by Harry Maguire. You've got John Stones going off injured. If he's done his hamstring, by the way, that could be a good six, seven weeks, yeah? That means he might even be out of the World Cup. I don't think 3-5-2 suits us to start with. I think if we go to a 4-4-2 or 4-3-3, 4-3-3 for me, I think it gets... The, whoever we're playing against sees the front three and goes, yeah, wow, this is going to be a tough game today. And I think mentally, that's the bit that we need to start imposing on other teams. You know why I won't go to back four? Go on. As a Man United fan, you won't go to back four because in the modern game, to play back four, like Germany did, you've got to leave a bit of space, you've got to be a bit mobile, Maguire will get destroyed. Yeah. So he plays a back five and Maguire plays well in a back five because he's got people there. So... He won't go to. He won't do it. Well, you say he plays well, but he didn't play particularly well no, last no. night. But I think that is. I, I think everybody didn't play can particularly see that well, Ben. No, he didn't. I said this. He didn't play particularly no, well. No, that's <laughs> an understatement of the no, sentence. Yeah, he, he, listen. He, he made a couple bad mistakes. The penalty. It's sloppy defending. It's. It's. Do you know what the problem with the penalty was? He looks laboured, doesn't he? He looks slow well. He plays the bad get, pass as well. Exactly, he? it's the bad pass. And then obviously the the second. Uh, I think it might be the second goal or the third goal. The Havertz goal. Um, 
I don't know what he's doing on the edge of the 18-yard box up there trying to run with the ball. Like, that's not Harry Maguire, is it? Messi. <laughs> it's not Harry Maguire. Loses it and then it's just, oh, no. What you hear, though, right, what you hear is, but he's never, he's never let England down. He's never let England down. He's always done it for England. Right, he hasn't now. Mm. So now you get him out of the team. Yeah, but so, OK, th- here's my next question then. So if we go to a back four, because Harry Maguire's not going to play, yeah, what is that back four? Name your perfect back four for the World Cup. And this is where I think we're going to struggle here, by the way, because I've been, I've been racking my brain since last night, since the end of last night. I'm trying to think of what my back four would be, right? And I still haven't decided, even this morning. I think you've got three centre-backs straight away that, that you'd start off with for the two spots. Yeah. John Stone's obviously his fit. He's the best centre-back in England for me. Um, Dyer is much improved. Yeah. And you've got to give... And I'm not saying Tamori's going to solve all the problems, but he had a very good season with AC Milan. Um, and he's doing very, very well in Serie A. And he's... You know, how do you... Be, there's so much favouritism with, like, Luke Shaw, Harry Maguire, Harry Kane, Raheem Sterling. How do you... Like, look, look at Ivan Toni, not been given any game time. Oh, he's not ready, he's not ready. How does he become ready if you don't give him minutes in a dead rubber game against yeah. Germany? <laughs> and Tamori's the same. And also, the thing about Tamori is, I said this last night, if Jurgen Klopp had to pick an England centre-back, he would go with Tamori because he's mobile, he's modern, and yeah. he can play the high line. This is the problem. We've got a manager that belongs back in the, the mid-90s managing some mediocre Premier League side that parks the bus and counter-attacks. And that's, all, that's all you hear, though, Mark, all you hear is people saying, ah, but he needs game time. No, no, no. He's in the England squad. He's not playing in League One. He's playing in Serie A, mm. right? The fact that he's in the squad, he's good enough. Yeah. He's good to go. Yeah. You should be able to put him in in the quarter-final of a World Cup and go... No, he's good enough. You know That's what, why he's in the squad. you know what the difference is, though? This is the reason why when you call players like Ivan Toni or Tamori into the team, you have to give them game time, yeah? Pushed because it. they know how to play football, but what they don't know how to do is to deal with that inexperience of being in that pressure cooker moment of playing in a World Cup. So the more they play for England, the more they play at Wembley in front of 80,000 people with the England team, because it's a different pressure. It is. Yeah. It's a completely different pressure. That is what they're not used to doing. So then when we get to the World Cups... He doesn't feel like he can put them in. Well, but the reason why we are where we are is because Gareth Southgate hasn't played these players. He hasn't given them night. a chance. Look at last night, Germany, right? Yeah, we want to beat Germany. Of course we do. What have we learned about Harry Kane last night? Nothing. We knew everything anyway. We don't look need at, to Look at anything. Germany last night as well. One of the most impressive players, I've only watched him play three times, is Bella Kotschup at yeah. Southampton. Oh, gosh. In the Germany squad, playing in the last 20 minutes Mate. yesterday. Oh. Fantastic prospect Can I, can I tell you something about him? I, I didn't even know he was German, right? I assumed he was English, yeah? Because he, it's like he was a young kid at Southampton or something. So, well, I watched him a few weeks back. From, well, I've been watching him all this season. I'm thinking, he is some sort of a player, by the way. I'm thinking, he is going to be massive for England going A bit forward. Liverpool in a year. He came on for Germany last night, and I said to Louis, I went, I didn't know he was German. And he went... Nor me. I didn't have a clue he was German. I'm thinking, oh, gutted. I was thinking, boom, we have got a ready-made good to go. Like, he is, he is got an And if he was English, he'd be making his England debut when he's about 32. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't, isn't this classic, like, what... I think Southgate's fallen into the trap of previous managers where slowly but surely he's fallen into that big team bias again. Yeah. Yeah. Can you honestly tell me that... I like Jack Grealish, but Jack Grealish, Maguire... Sure. sure. Would they Luke be? Sure did well last night. He did okay. He did. Night. He did. Yeah, to be yeah. fair, uh, and he has been good for it. Yeah. Would they be in the England squad if they played for Leicester, Southampton, and no? Newcastle? I don't think they'd be anywhere near it. I really don't. But like I say, I remember when Gareth first got the job, he said, "I will be picking players based on form," and he he kept drilling it. I'm going to be picking form players, confidence players, players that are good to go at this moment in time, and he started to just pick his favourites. 
Well, did you hear what he said after the game? He said, um, he said, um, and and look, if Antony is a, is a is a is is for the cameras, he's yeah. been called up for the cameras. He ain't got yeah. no chance of going to the World Cup. He's not even been given a minute. And then Southgate afterwards goes. You've got to look at Rashford for the World Cup because, you know, look at Eric Dyer. He's been out of the team, he's come back and it's like he's never left. So you can just come into this team from nowhere and be part of it. So, it's, so Tony's just there because Rashford's injured. Rashford's yeah. going to go to the World Straight Cup. He's in. not been in the England squad for bloody ages. Uh, it's, there's no continuity, there's just favouritism. Pick, pick me your, um, your preferred formation to start, to, to start in Qatar with. What are we going with? What would you, what would you prefer to see England start, that, their formation? I think I'm with you. I think 4-3-3. Yeah? Yeah, I'd definitely go four at the back. Attacking, whether it's four four two, four three three, but front foot attacking football. Just get that defensive line higher up the pitch, and then utilise your, your ball playing players. I mean, that's the problem as well. He doesn't know how to get the best out of Foden. He doesn't know how to get the rest best out of Bellingham. So even if you tell him to play a back four, those players when they get the ball, they're yeah. so clue. I mean, Germany know how to play between the lines. They're struggling, but they they get the ball. They know what they're trying to yeah. do. They probably don't achieve it, but. England just don't know what to do on the ball. We're still missing a Bernardo Silva type sort of player. Somebody that gets in there and is probing. He'll run with the ball. He's happy, he's tidy, he's technical, but he picks little passes and he wants to get on what, the What, like James Madison? Somebody like that. Even even um, Mason Mount, when he came on last night, I thought did really, yeah, really we, well when he got, came on last We night. have got the players. Phil Foden, even, even Grealish can get the ball and run with it. Sancho can get... They're technical players. You still haven't named me your back four for the Qatar World Cup. Oh, yeah, so I would... Um, I mean... I'd probably go... Shaw or Chilwell, it doesn't really matter yeah. to me. It's got to be one of those. He'll go with Shaw. I'd go, I would go Pickford in goal. Yeah. You've got to go with that now. Right back, I think it's criminal that he's been playing a back five and can't get the best out of one of the best attacking right backs in the world yeah. in Trent, but I'd go Rhys James in a back four. And I'd go Stones and either Dyer or... I mean, he's not going to use Tamori now, but we've wasted that opportunity, so I'd have to go Stones and Dyer. Stones and Dyer as your back four. Why would you pick Rhys James ahead of Trent? Just in a back four defensively is a bit better, a bit sounder. Yeah, and I think Trent. I think Trent's sort of. I'm a big fan of Trent now. I think. I think. I think you've got to use the word failure with Southgate. The inability to not utilise talents like Trent, yeah, um, Foden, Sancho. I think. I think what you should be doing is you should be almost not building your team around someone like Trent, but you should play a style of football that, which utilises that strength. Do you know what I mean? If you've got somebody like him who you know can get balls into the box and he can overlap, he can underlap, he can take players on, and he's got a work, work rate engine like you wouldn't believe, I'd say, lads, listen, we've got one of the best right-backs in the world here. We are going to play down the right-hand side more than not, more than not yeah? Mm. So let's utilise this player. But it's like... He just gets so lost in trying to play this same old Harry Kane's our focal point. Then Harry Kane has to start dropping back a bit more, which kills him. And then, oh, how effective would it be if you had Trent in the team with Harry Kane in the team? Exactly. Because the thing is, I think he, he would be better suited to a five if he's going to play. He needs to. But then we are so blessed with talent. But people always say about, oh, but Trent's not good enough defensively. Trent. Okay, so let's play Saka left wing back. <laughs> You're fuming with this, right? Oh, you? it's just ridiculous. <laughs> For me, that's like a nail in the coffin. One, what are you saying to Shaw and Chilwell? Yeah. Right? And secondly, he couldn't play further away. He plays right wing for Arsenal yeah, and he's no. playing left wing back for England. And it comes to a point, someone said to me today, yeah, but he can do a job. It's not about doing a job. It's at the World Cup. You play your best players... Funnily enough, in their position. In their position. Well, it's a great point as well, because you know what? If you're an Arsenal fan, they're one of the best teams in England at the moment. Ben White sat playing FIFA. Yeah. Ramsdale sat on the bench. And Saka's playing at left-back. Ben White. 
It just shows you, doesn't it? Three players that are informed, three players that are confident, they're good to go, they should be getting minutes. Doesn't know how to use them. Doesn't want to use them, doesn't know how to use them. So, so form players, will James Madison ever play for England? I, he's not well, not under Southgate, I don't think he will. Why? What's the problem? Listen, Ward, Ward Prowse wasn't even on the bench yesterday, and it's like, you know, he's an op oh, he's a player gosh. that's an option. If you're... Bellingham would not be playing for England if Calvin Phillips was fit. Not a chance. No, you not think so? No, he's a because Calvin Phillips is an old established favourite, yeah, isn't he? Trusted. We've got to talk about Bellingham. Fuzzy. No, we're we're going to talk about Bellingham in a minute, all right? Because he is the golden boy in a minute, fairly to, rightly so as well. Because he is the man, by the way. What a guy. But we're going to we're going to jump into the quiz, all right? Because we've Ooh. got we've got some bouting bouting questions this week, all right? All three of us are going to do the quiz this week, so it's like a special bumper edition quiz <laughs> time, all right? Every one of us gets a go at it. Um, this does not count to the total. We've done this all about three times now each ever. Yeah. Everybody's just I've never done quiz, it. Okay, so we're going to get straight into it. Tom, you go first then. If Sebi, you've done it, Sebi, you're go first, Sebi's right? done me dirty on the questions here. He's already told me. So I've seen the questions and I think you should get quite a few of these right, to be perfectly honest. So who's going first? You are. Um, I'm you're not, the quiz master. I'm not, I'm not asking the first question, by the way, because Jamie, did you do these, yeah? Tom's. Yeah, for Tom's one, did you do the questions? Yeah, I'm not asking the first one because it's the easiest question in the world. Oh, so you're not giving me a gimme then? No, because the first question is, which player with 653 games has made the most Premier League appearances ever? Gareth Barry. Yes, everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Every single person, I reckon even all the people outside... No, I'm sorry, mate. You're I, was an a, I, was, I was a rabbit in the headlights. You're an there. absolute cheat. <laughs> you just want to give me the really hard ones no. and not give me any gimmies that you have every week. Rubbish. Disagree. Right, we'll start with the second question, which, which gets a little bit harder, OK? Because the first one's a doddle. Do we have the time already? Thank you very much. Come on. By the way, it's time for the world famous... Quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Every week I get stuck on that. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> a bit, like, I just want energy as well. The All world right. famous 60-second quiz. <laughs> yeah. Next week, oh, I'll next see you're going to get it right. Off. Yeah, I'm going to get ready. Right, somebody count me down from three. Which team won the FA Cup in 2013? Wigan. Yes. Which club did Cristiano Ronaldo start his career at? Sporting Lisbon. W name two keepers in the 2010 World Cup Spain squad. Casillas. Canizares. Nope. Nope, you only get two. It's Casillas, Valdez or Reina. Who scored England's first goal at Euro 2020? Don't know. Raheem Sterling. Name four that have preceded Sir Alex Ferguson as manager of Man United. David Moyes, Louis van Gaal, Erik Ten Hag, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Oh, very good, yeah. From 2007 to 2009, apart from Sky, which other broadcaster had TV rights for the Premier League? From when? 2007 to 2009. This is a world-class question. Oh, I can't remember it. It's yep. world-class. Uh, Satanta Sports. Yeah. I, I thought it was that. Which year did Match of the Day start? This is tough. 1974. 64, wow. Who was Italy's only goal scorer in their recent match versus England? Ah, uh, pass. Giancomo Rasfadori. With 11 points, who are top of England's current nation? Hungary. Leader? Yes. The Battle of the Bridge took place between... I've started, so I'll finish, Tomasi, all right? You're on four as it currently stands. Chelsea, okay? Tottenham. Yeah, well done. The Battle of the Bridge took place between Chelsea and which team? Tottenham, which gives you a total of... They were, they were good questions, weren't they? No, they were too hard. They were too hard. What year did match of the day start? That's Come Jamie. On. Don't blame me for that one, all right? Come on. You can have something Raspidori. for the old folk. You knew a couple of them you did. Actually, Raspidori. you didn't. Is Raspidori. that me? Is that me? <laughs> Am I the old folk? Yeah. No, you didn't get it. That's a good thing. There'll be somebody in their 80s watching that going, I can't I got believe a, you didn't get the that. The Satanta Sports one is a worse. I got, I got that one. That's very good. I got that one. The one yeah. I should have got was the Italy scorer, Raspidori, but... Um, did well with the man you Maybe you didn't watch it, though, and no one would blame you. Yeah. 
No, it's true. Um, okay. Right, you got five, mate. Okay, so I think that's that's not bad. That's not bad. I, mm. sh I shouldn't have to keep doing this because I got eight last week. Yeah, but this one don't count now. Okay, this yeah. is just for the so fans can I just out there. Purposely get them all wrong then. No, you, you wink, obviously wink. you obviously want to do well and show how uh, how clever you are. I just feel I'm I'm, I'm going to destined for a really great bad Fogden week at some point. Uh, no, oh, you're not. You're, Fogden, you're no one's that bad. Yeah. Come on. No. Um, right, we're going to do Mark Goldbridge, the uh, YouTube All Stars Supremo. Um, are you ready? Yeah. Let's and do we it. have a nice little countdown. Sure, you're ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Which former Premier League player scored 83 goals for LA Galaxy during his time? Not Beckham. Robbie Keane. Who scored England's second goal against Germany? Oh, God. Mount. Mason Mount. Who got the most assists so far in the Premier League? Foden. Kevin De Bruyne. How many goals did England concede across an international break? Four. Four. Which club won Italy's Serie A last season? AC Milan. Who has scored the second most goals for the England men's national team ever? Rooney. Harry Kane. Which club play at the Vitality Stadium? Bournemouth. Doddle. Which club did Diego Costa join after he left Chelsea? Atletico Madrid. Who holds a record for being the oldest Premier League scorer ever? Harry Kane. Harry Sheringham. The oldest? Oldest? I don't know. Aston Villa's top scorer in the Premier League era is? Aston Villa? Yeah. Don't know. Gabby Aguanahor. Which of Ben Foster's former teammates has the most yellow cards in Premier League history? Cleverly. No, it's Gareth Barry. Gareth Barry. I'm tired, you can tell. Yeah, you're tired, mate. It's been, it's been a long then. weekend. Yeah. It's been a long... This is... I never knew this one. Most yellow cards in Premier League history. Gareth Barry. Yeah. Guess how many yellow cards he got? 55. 123. One... Gaz Barry, you dirty little but ferret. Somebody's going to beat him on that. Uh, can I just say, you <laughs> said... <laughs> get it in, get it in. Yes. We need a weekly segment. <laughs> with McTominay Weekly. Yeah. Right, you're doing this match day vlog. Yeah. Gaz Baz played. Yeah. He has still got it. Oh, he's still got it, mate. He's a lovely. Really like 48, something like that. Gaz Barry, no, he'll be 40, <laughs> 41, 40. Gareth Barry? Yeah, honestly. Oh, God. Do somebody quickly search how well Gareth Barry is. By the way, 123 yellow cards <laughs> is ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Wow, Gaz, you filthy, filthy. I um, apologise to everyone. I was very lethargic in that. Yeah, it's all right, mate. You've had a busy week. Harry Kane is the oldest <laughs> scorer. He's what, not what even at 30 yet. Uh, Jamie, um, how old is... 41. 41, told you. 41, Gaz Baz is. Uh, yeah, Gaz Baz. started at 17, though, didn't he? At Brighton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's played a lot of games. Jamie, ja these questions for you are so easy. You are such a hater. It is a joke. What did I get, anyway? Uh, seven, was it? Five? Five. Really? Yeah. That's crap, that is. Oh, five, five. He's up for it. He's been up oh, since five. Jesus, come on. By the way, how nice is this top that I'm wearing, you lot? Look at this. This is the... Uh, it's like an Arsenal training top. It's, um, like, Jamaican-inspired. It is an absolute beauty, isn't it? Come on. Right, come on, give it to me. Give, me give the, it to me. Give me the countdown. Which player has scored the most games... Now, nah, listen, we need to start this again. How slow is he at reading the no, questions, that was by the... the way? See how fast I am at reading them off? Which is to her... Oh, it's the... <laughs> Uh, the, the, oh my God! Can, can so we both got five? We've got a. Can right. Goldbridge not ask Let's a question? Start again. Please. You're so slow. Start again. Jeez. Competitive. It's going to be a new bloody fight. Are you trying to, he's trying to get ten so we can say I got. That's what. Okay. This is what's going on here. Okay, count me down. Three, two, one. Go. Which player scored in the most consecutive Premier League matches? Uh, James Vardy. Who has scored the most Premier League hat tricks? 
Okay. No, Aguero. Which club has had the most wins in the top flight, the Premier League? Man United. Liverpool. Who is the youngest ever manager in the Premier League? Um, Scott Parker. Ryan Mason. Oh, Which goalkeeper went on the longest consecutive run without conceding a goal? Van Sar. Yes. Which player has scored the most World Cup goals ever? Closer. Yes. Name two teams in the World Cup, uh, England's World Cup group. Um, USA and Iran. What championships uh, nick- t- club's nickname is the Lily Whites? Uh, Preston. Which Arsenal player spent last season on loan at Marseille? Um, oh, um, that's got to be a minute. Oh, he's a centre back. Um, got to be a minute. Oh, uh, pass. Who won the first ever oh, world you started. started. Hold on. <laughs> you can't do it yourself. I'm not spastering this week. I'm just reinforcing the rules. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm on five at the minute, right? Right, you just pipe down a second. I'm just trying to build it up, okay? I'm on five, yeah? And win. I've got one more question for the win because they both got five and this is obvious. Such an easy question. Right, come on. Then. Change it. Who's, who's, who's the Arsenal defender, by the way? Saliba. Saliba. I couldn't think of it. I could just think of Gabriel. Right, come on, give it to me. Wearing an Arsenal shirt as well. I know. <laughs> Who won the first ever World Cup? I know it as well. I know this. Uruguay. Correct. Yes! Easy questions. <sighs> I knew this. Six. Go on, Fozzie. Oh, that actually lads. bothers me. That I'd have got, I would have got nine if I'd got yours. Yeah, but you yeah. didn't, all right, because they weren't yours and you only got five on yours, OK? <laughs> That's how it works, all right? Oh, thank you, lads. Thank you. Have you thank not you. noticed this my ball mentality on, on his show, Matt? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's an absolute disgrace. Yeah. You can see why I was a Premier League footballer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. God. It's my oh. way or the highway. Yeah. Right, lads. <laughs> quiz, as always, absolutely belting. Um, before we move on to talking about England and Jude Bellingham, um, just give me a quick run through of what you're wearing today. I've spoke about my lovely top. Talk to me about yeah. it. My favourite World Cup, my first real World Cup, Italia 90. Oh. So, um, I don't know whether we wore this in Italia 90. I'm trying to think. We wore the red one. I don't remember. Because we had the light blue one, the white yeah. one, yeah. and this. So, I don't think we wore it at Italia 90, but it, it, it was that era. Yeah. And that is a, that's a, a proper official yeah. OG yeah. Italia 90 shirt, yeah. Yeah, thanks to Paddy Power. Do you want to tell the story of nicking it? Nope. Nope. What's your standout? <laughs> he, didn't nick it. he didn't nick it. He did not nick it, all right? What's your standout? What's your memory of that World Cup? Um, Probably the Germany game. Yeah. The, 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 the loss, I just, it was one of the best games I've ever watched. And it was the first time I was emotionally upset by a football match. It was same. just so. Same. I was seven was years old. I remember it. Seven yeah. years old. And I remember sitting on the stairs crying. Yeah. Crying my eyes out. Absolutely heartbroken. Nothing my, 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 memory, my memory of that World Cup is uh, Roger Miller for Cameroon. Oh, the boogie woogie. Oh, mate, it was incredible. Like, he, he would score, go to the corner flag, do his little dancey dance. It was so good, wasn't it? That was proper. <laughs> you know what I remember about that is that there was rumours that Roger Miller was like, like 48 in that world. Yeah, that's club, what they were saying, weren't they? Yeah, yeah he they was were, 42, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, well, like, yeah. he was old anyway, to be yeah. honest. With you. Yeah. yeah. Right, Tomasi, talk to me about that beautiful Spain shirt. Right, okay. So some of you don't know because obviously I don't look Spanish. Half my family's actually Spanish. I'm on a choa. So. Oh, he, by the way, he, he doesn't. He never mentions that he's Spanish. By the way, <laughs> always. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> Daichi. We had Daichi on the other day, and Daichi did. <laughs> right. Anyway, so, come on, Spain. 2010 <laughs> World Cup winners. Beat uh, Holland in the final, 1-0. That team. And Talk that, to me about that team. Is this the best World Cup squad of all time? Starting eleven: Casillas, Ramos, Piquet, Puyol, Captavia, Busquets, Xavi, Alonso, Iniesta, Villa and Pedro. Oh, my gosh. 
Oh my gosh. Read the bench as well. Read the bench. Listen to this bench. This bench is a joke. The bench. Victor Valdez. Albiol, Marchena, Torres, Fabregas, Mata, Arbeloa, Llorente, Martinez, Silva, Navas, Reina. And these were like prime. That, that, That bench alone would have probably won the World Cup. That was like Mata in his pomp as well. Oh my gosh. 2010. That is a beautiful shirt, mate. Beautiful Thank shirt. Thank you very much. Um, right, come on then. Let's move it on. We're gonna, we, we were talking about Jude Bellingham. Um, first of all, before we talk about him for England, where is Jude Bellingham going to go next season? Because he's going to go somewhere, isn't he? Everybody knows that he's going to leave Dortmund. Where's he going to go? Well, Liverpool fans think he's going to Liverpool. Um, I just got a funny feeling he'll end up at Man City because yeah. they've, got, they've done a deal with Haaland. They can give the money up front. Um, a lot of deals are done in instalments, as we all know. So I think that... I think if Pep wants him, he'll go to Man City, and I think you know probably more stable club than any other club in in the Premier League at the moment. So I think I think for me personally, I'd love to see him go Man United. Oh, I'd love it. Yeah, I would absolutely yeah, yeah. love absolutely. it. I think he'd thrive more yeah. at Man United. He'd have more responsibility, um, and I think he'd enjoy it there more. I think he would know he's the main man. I worry that if he went to a club like Man City, he might just sort of not. A little bit like Jack Grealish, basically. Do you know what I mean? Everybody buzzes off Jack Grealish at Aston Villa. He's the main man. He has this, blah, blah, blah. I feel he'll just fade a little bit at Man City. So, I've, personally, I'd love to see him go to Man United. I think he'd smash it. Yeah, and he's watching him last night. I was watching it with my lad, and he went, Bellingham's massive, isn't he? Mm. And he looks like he's like fully, yeah. fully developed now. He looks... I, I don't think he's going to be out of the England team in the next 10, 12 years. 19 years old, you know. 19 he, years old. He is old. going to be the first he's name on the show. joke, isn't he? Just everything about it. It's not Obviously, literally, his, his football inability speaks for itself. You see what he does. But his work rate, like, he's like a proper old-school England midfielder, yeah. isn't it? Like, gets about the place, industrious, loves a little tackle, loves a challenge, Gene up the rest the of his team as well. Like, I saw last night off the ball, he was, like, calling yeah, up his defenders yeah. and stuff, and I thought... He's 19 he's and old he's school, like owning that team. Yeah. And that's in a team that's not getting the best out of him as well. Yeah, you you put him in a team like the Germany team. If you put him in the, you know, the Dutch team or the Brazilian team or a team that actually wants to play with the French team, a team that wants to play football, he'll be even better. Of course he would, yeah. He's, but, but he's the leader as well. Sorry, quickly. He is a leader already. Mm-hmm. At 19 years old, the fact that he's able to be dragging players around and telling them where to go and yeah. where to be and then doing it himself and backing it up. Mate, what an absolute player. Mark, do you think it's important that like young English players, I think for a lot of them, it's really important they actually go and play football abroad. Mm. What, what's your take on that? No, I do, I agree, because I think that English players get overhyped. Yeah. I'm not saying you were overhyped, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you, you played in the Premier League. Um, I think <laughs> that, nice. you know, I mean, look at Declan Rice. He shouldn't be at West Ham anymore. Yeah. I know he's probably wanting to get out of West Ham, but he's stagnated a little bit. You know, he's played in the Premier League, he's not got that move to Chelsea or wherever he wants to go. Um, another year at West Ham, whereas Jude Bellingham, like you say, 19 playing for Dortmund, developing in the midfield. I mean, he played 30-something games at 16 in the Championship. Yeah. When you've done that, do you need to well, go and play for Bournemouth in the Prem? No, let's go and play for Dortmund. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, and he turned United down. Well, he came to Carrington with his dad and he turned United down. And I tell you what, as a United fan, I wouldn't normally say this, but well done. Because yeah. he would have been under Solskjaer, playing Carabao Cup football, sat on the bench, and he's been playing Champions League football from day one yeah. at Dortmund. It learns his career. Yeah. And, 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 and learning the continental way... Premier League's very easy to learn if you've got the traits that he's got, but he'll always have in his locker, yeah. I know European football. It's not Tammy only Abraham. That. It's not mm. even that. Yeah, exactly. Tammy Abraham, Tamori. Mm. It's not only the fact that they get to go and, and experience a different style of football and learn that side of it, but they also learn to grow up as people as well. Do you know what I mean? They get to go and live abroad. Yeah. They have to 
go and find an apartment, a house, whatever it is, settle into that sort of lifestyle of living in Italy, living in Germany, whatever it is. And that, I think, is, is, is just as important as learning the football side of it, Definitely. is to grow up as a human being as well. And like you look at Drew Bellingham, there's a reason why he's pushing people around and talking to people and telling people where to go. Because he's, it's like he's a man already. Do you know what I mean? He's grown up. He is, yeah. Genuine question, and I'm, this is not a piss take, because I actually genuinely believe it. Harry Maguire or Chris Smalling in the World Cup? Genuine question. Oh, yeah. Because it's forgotten about. Because he's left Man United and now he doesn't play for a big Premier League team. I don't, know about, I don't know about that, but you know what? It sort of fits in with what somebody said a few years ago on the United stand. Um, we sold Chris Smalling for nothing and we spent £80 million on oh, Harry Maguire. Yeah. That answer's easy. We'd have been better off not spending the £80 million and keeping Chris Smalling because the difference between the two players is not selling one for nothing and buying Harry Maguire for £80 yeah, million. Sure. Chris Smalling would suit a back four more than Harry Maguire yeah, at the sure. moment. He's a, he's a back four defender, simple as he's that. He's mobile, yeah. he's actually good in the air. His passing isn't great, but Southgate publicly ridiculed him years ago. Mm. You know, he's not, he's not good enough for this level. Yeah. And then you look at what Southgate, what he's, doing with what he's done to people like Trent. It's a walking contradiction. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I think, um, and we're nearly at the end, guys. We're nearly at the end. I, I just want to finish on this. So I think, I think we all, everybody just needs to have a little bit of a, like, a woosa. Do you know what I mean? I think in this country, we're so, so quick to... Yeah, exactly. We're so quick to jump on the bandwagon, so quick to get sort of emotional and go, oh, he's shit, he's shit, get him out of the team. Or, he is shit, though. He's sack him and all that kind of stuff. I think we all just need to woosa a little bit, yeah? Because, like I say, if you asked anybody now, who would you rather play, Harry Maguire or friggin'... Do you know what I mean? Name another England centre-back. Anybody that's English. And everybody will say, that other guy. Because that's the world that we live Did in. Did you not hear what Harry Kane said, though, after the game, though? Harry Maguire's limping. And he said, you know what? You've got to give, you've got to give him loads of credit. He's basically got a bad injury. And he's, he's running around on one leg for the last ten minutes. And as oh, a United wow. man, I'm going, what the hell? Wow. He wants his United place back. He's running around on one leg. for. It's not the World Cup final. Yeah. He's got a month where we've got 13 games to play. He's going around on one leg. What? And I'm meant to applaud that. Can like, I, can I, just I'll go down to ten men. Get yourself, get yourself off and get, get recuperated. Yeah. Can I? Can I just add on to this as well? I think in general, the Nations League, I, I hate it. Honestly, I absolutely hate it. They are. I, I don't even know if they're as good Why as friendlies do you hate it? because I, it's just completely pointless. I don't think you can read anything into it whatsoever because. Everybody knows it doesn't really matter. But wouldn't it? Isn't it better that we're playing Italy and Germany rather than Malta? For and sure, but anymore. still, it makes no difference <laughs> because you're still not going to give it. Like subconsciously, yeah. When you're playing in a World Cup, you go above and beyond anything you'll ever do, right? And when you're when you're in that tournament, that's what you do. When you play a friendly game, you sit back a bit and you relax, and you don't quite dip your toe in as much as what you would do. Same with Nations League because everybody knows it's not the most important game, you won't get your best out of players and you won't get the best team performances. So, honestly, it doesn't bother me that we've lost to Italy and we drew against Germany. It doesn't bother me. Even the performances, to a point, doesn't bother me. All that matters is that first game in the Qatar World Cup when everybody should be on it 110% because it's the World Cup, yeah? That is the bit that will matter for me. And when they, when they start performing, which I think they will do, and we have a decent tournament everybody will look back at this and go, to be fair, Nation League is shit. It is. It's crap. Yeah, and I think I agree with you, Mark, earlier on. You're saying, like, with Maguire, like, a joke and stuff. He's, he's not a bad football player. Like, no, for sure. He's just his confidence yeah. is, is absolutely in the gutter. Exactly. And Southgate has put him in a position now where he can't win. 
like, is he going to play him in the World Cup now? If he plays him in the first World Cup game, Southgate's going to get absolutely slaughtered and well, people are gunning for Maguire you know from second one. We've got an interesting six weeks um, of Premier League football, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. An interesting six weeks of Premier League football where we could see absolutely anybody make themselves available to be in that starting eleven, and I am here for it because we want the Premier League back. It's coming. We'll see you all next week for Premier League Football Films.